Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's got to the chase at eight with Queen MC. That's me, Madison Chase. We are talking ESBHW. That's entertainment, sports, beauty, and health because it truly is your wealth. With my personal always positive three T's. That's takeaway tips and tools. Hopefully that you could use to live a life full of light, love, sunshine, and sunflowers. And passing on the love, I wanted to talk about the Self-Love Summit. I Love Me. It was presented by Ace Metaphor and hosted by Servon Davis and Derek Jackson and Stefan Speaks were also on the panel. At first, I thought, oh, this event is not really for me because I already love myself. But stay tuned and find out what I learned. On this episode of Cut to the Chase at 8, we'll hear a word from our sponsor and we'll jump into everything about love. Okay, now that we heard a word from our sponsor, let's jump right into everything love, everything self-love. So I had to talk about how I was invited to this event. My girlfriend, Bailey Brown, sends me a text and she was like, hey, Madison, do you want to go to this thing? And I was like, "Mm, yeah, I want to go. But the ticket prices were relatively, you know, like going to a Beyonce concert, Uh, $59 and I think $99. It wasn't so much that it was just like, "Mm, I don't know. I already love myself enough. So I don't know that I want to go and hear a whole bunch of sob stories. So we ended up going, uh, the parking was bananas. Um, so we actually parked a ways from the venue and then I actually, uh, we paid for a lift to actually get to the venue. So we go to the venue and I see a bunch of women. I thought it was going to be mostly African American women just because the host uh, was African-American. Most of the, the panelists, Derek Jackson, Stefan Speaks, and Servan Davis, who did a really incredible job of hosting and kind of, you know, a lot of times when people ask questions, you either get nervous and so you end up rambling and there's not really a question. Sometimes the questions are, you know, like, I like you or I think you're cute. Do you think I'm cute? So I'm single, you single, we should mingle. Sometimes it's what the questions end up being. But I think for me, being single and knowing a lot of single women and knowing a lot of women who have been married and are going through divorces, it is an interesting thing to ask people for advice in terms of dating and relationships with the goal and intent to get married and have kids. And so I think Oftentimes, as women, we get our advice from other women who are married, who we think, oh, they've been married for, you know, 10 plus years or 20 plus years. And sometimes the women that we seek advice from, they were dating when it was rotary phones. Like there was not even text message or cell phones when these women that are trying to give you advice started dating. So that's the first person we get advice from. And then the second person, and I'm speaking only for myself, I've gotten advice from women who are not necessarily happily married. Uh, and so they're trying to tell me what to do. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to listen to you. And when I say happy, I think it's relative to what the person has shared with you, you know, in 
concerning their relationship or their marriage. So this is not a slight on any of my friends who are married, not married, but more so just like, where do I want to get advice from? And if my goal is to ultimately be happy, and then sometimes I think people, I get advice from people who don't see the best for you. They're like, oh, Madison, just choose that guy because he's breathing. I'm like, what? He's breathing. So that's that's what you think about me? You just think I should take the man that um, has no ambition, has no goals. I should choose him. When I have done a very disciplined thing with myself and my life and my body, that why should, not that I wasted on somebody, but... I want to be around people who are giving me advice, who anticipate the best for me. And sometimes people that call themselves your friends don't necessarily see the best for you. So I really went to Servon Davis's page, and this is why I said at the summit, because to me, a lot of the questions were, you know, they were questions that when you go and you hear someone speak, I think sometimes questions should actually be asked ahead of time so that people aren't kind of like randomly just getting on their soapbox. And it just, to me, it was just like a lot of women who, like we don't really know how to date. We're not really taught how to date. We're not really taught, should we wait or should we not wait? And I think for African-American women, you know, statistically, when we look at some of the challenges that we're facing in our community, is it really advantageous for us to wait till marriage? Because if we're waiting till marriage, that means we're not having babies. That means a couple of other things. If you are plagued with fibroids, if you have lupus, like there are so many things that that affect us physically that waiting may not always be the best. And this is just my journey um, that I'm sharing. So this is kind of also what inspired me to write a series because I feel like in terms of dating, there aren't very many people who can speak to the journey that a lot of African-American women on, including myself. Like, you know, I know I've had friends try to offer their advice, but I'm like, wait a minute, you're still single. You've never been married. You don't have kids. So why would I listen to you? And or why would I listen to someone who hasn't really had a successful relationship? And also look at like friendships too. Like I think being African-American in a city, being a woman, uh, a city like Los Angeles is hard because it's such a transient place. And even in Dallas, like there were a group of young ladies that um, I used to really admire. They were a part of a sorority. And I see how insecurities and unresolved conflict uh, can seep into seemingly amazing long term friendships. And if it could happen in friendships. And then I think, too, like we don't really we're not really taught how to resolve conflict. And resolving conflict, part of resolving conflict is communicating. And if we're doing most of our communication via text, then you can't hear the inflection behind my voice. And or I think time really tells if someone loves you in action and in words. And so for me, the thing that I got out of the self-love summit was essentially me looking on Sir Bon Davis's page and like, 
oh wow okay yeah I agree because he talked about forgiveness and I think uh, forgiveness uh, depending on how you was how you were raised I was raised as Christian in a non-denominational church I am the kind of person I will forgive you but I will also not allow you in my personal space to do what you did to me again um so Thanks for listening to Cut to the Chase at 8 with Queen MC. That's me, Madison Chase. And this morning we talked self-love, I Love Me Summit, and kind of my gut reaction to it. So uh, are you going to go to the Self-Love Summit, I Love Me, in other cities? Uh, Would love to hear your feedback and your thoughts. So thanks for listening. It's Cut to the Chase at 8. And please leave a comment and subscribe and let me know your thoughts and what subjects you want to talk about.